Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everyone. People of Dallas, I'm here. I'm in Dallas. I'll be this weekend, this Friday and Saturday at Hyenas in Dallas. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, now's the time. Get some last-minute tickets and come to my shows at Hyenas in Dallas, Friday and Saturday. And now, an all-new episode of Cover to Cover. That is Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee, the latest, Todd Rundgren. There's quite a few of them. Uh, just got just announced this morning who will be the, the latest inductees in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Todd Rundgren, Carol King, Tina Turner, the Foo Fighters, Jay-Z. I think that's, I think I got them all. There you go. We figured we start with Todd Rundgren because it fits what we, we do here. I could have done some Foo Fighters. I could have done some Tina Turner. I could have done whatever. But I like that song. I like this song. We could have done some Jay-Z. But I like this song a lot. Interesting story about Todd Rundgren. Uh, for m- many years, most of her life, actually, or early life, uh, 
Liv Tyler. We all know Liv Tyler, actress and uh, daughter of of Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. But uh, for most of her youth, uh, Liv Tyler thought Todd Rundgren was her father because (laughs) Todd Rundgren was married to the... you know, I guess Steven Tyler was only dating her for a short amount of time. They had kids. Steven Tyler was not there anymore. Todd Rundgren was now raising Liv Tyler, and uh, and basically she thought he was the father. And turns out, you know, Steven Tyler comes out and says, I'm your father, and they look alike and whatever, and that's an interesting story. There you go. Uh, some other interesting things right off the bat. We're going to have some fun here today, but uh, just A, I read this morning, Ellen DeGeneres has decided she will no longer be doing the the show. Ellen, the afternoon talk show, 18 seasons, whatever that means, but that's a long time. But in daytime talk show seasons are a little different, but still, it's been on a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's 18 seasons, Ellen DeGeneres show. Ellen has decided it's no longer challenging for her. She's done all she can do over there at the Ellen show. She's given away all the shit that people go berserk for on Christmas gift day or whatever that one that everyone loves. She's danced enough. She's, you know, yelled at enough uh, people backstage. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) you know, she says, I'm not challenged by it anymore. Is it that or is it the fact that you've been outed as somebody that everybody Mm -hmm. uh, who works with you hates? Um, She's like, I'm not going to start looking my employees in the right, eyes, okay? Right. Yeah, so I'll yeah. just hang you, it up. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> you know, who who's the lucky one here? Is I don't know. Ellen was a fine show. I never really watched Ellen, but I know people loved it, and it was an fun thing to watch at 3 o'clock. But knowing what we kind of know now, which, by the way, I have been saying for years, nobody wanted to hear me, nobody wanted to believe me. I think I've said it on this podcast, if you listen back to early ones, even before it had come out, I was saying that I had heard some rumblings Mm -hmm. about it. But um, anyway, so there you go. That's the the end of the Ellen show. I think she's going to do, you know, this season and and that'll be the end of it. So, you know, there'll be no more staplers thrown. (laughs) I don't know what she does. You can't look her in the eye, whatever the case may be. I mean, I had heard literally do not look them in the eye stories from people who worked on the show. I don't, whether you want to believe that or not, you know, who knows? But now Ellen's like one of those other people that I often say at this point, she's got a gourd. I mean, she's hundreds of millions of dollars. She's been very successful in in many different ways. Um, not only the talk show, which is very lucrative for her, but at this point, you're 60 something, I think got a gorgeous place in like Montecito up there with Oprah mm. and whoever else, the, the, the Megan and, and, and Harry. That's where she's running yeah. in that area of the world. It, you're done. You're done. It's oh, what go. Thank you very much. Yep. I have three. I never have to do another damn thing ever. I'm going to sit up here in Montecito and eat, you know, muffins at, at mm. one of the restaurants, one of the coffee shops that open. I would imagine if you go into a coffee shop in Montecito, I know the area a little bit. I mean, I you know Santa Barbara. I know the month. You go in a coffee shop, you, there's a chance you're going to be like, oh, can I get a, uh, a cinnamon latte? Hi, Oprah. She's getting one. Yeah. And how oh, Harry and Megan are here for a blueberry muffin. Yeah. Are they? Oh, everybody's here. That's the kind of life you're leading. Rob Lowe, I think he's up, up you know, in that world. And the other one that, that has announced that they are no longer going to do the show, which is is Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien last week is said, I'm done with 
a talk show, which I think has been now, I'm not exactly sure where Conan is at this point, but we all remember Conan O'Brien from Late Night with Conan O'Brien. It ran for many years on NBC. Then Conan O'Brien went to TBS, and TBS was a five-night-a-week show. Then it went down to like one half hour a week. I think that's what they were doing currently. It was like a half Mm -hmm. hour a week. And they decided that uh, Conan's like, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. He's still going to be around. He's still going to have Coco. They have a whole podcast Yeah, network, podcast yeah. thing and whatever. And you know, your team Coco and all it's that. It's kind of a better, at this point, it's like, if you got that following, just podcast. That brings me to my next thing. So I then I see this big article on like the Washington Post or whatever about how podcasts have killed late night television. Mm-hmm. And it's And I read it, and it is, I read half of it. And let's not get crazy, people. I I got bored and started looking around and spackling walls. That's what happens. I start reading an article, and I start and I and I get the gist. Okay, I got mm. this. There is something to be said about that. Yeah. Maybe it's true. Then I start looking around the room, and I'm like, well, that nail hole needs to be spackled. Mm-hmm. This is nine o'clock at night. Then I go into the garage. I get the spackle. Boom! I start spackling. Mm-hmm. Then now the spackle turns pretty white, but I need to now get uh the color to to touch this spackle up Mm -hmm. i can't get it now it's nine o'clock at night but i'll get it tomorrow but i need to go i need to get a piece of the paint to get take it to the color match people over at home depot yes they have a color match system over there that is second to none yeah they put it under this you know little computer pop 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 pop. they tell you what's in it and they match it Mm -hmm. and they give you what, what you need they've they've been They've killed it in some of the color, other color matches I've needed. However, I don't know if you could look behind you, Alex, see a little ceiling issue there, a little, little crack in the ceiling. Yeah. It's an 80-year-old house, so you're going to get that. And that was a color match that didn't necessarily 100% match. Nope. It looks like we have a bit of a semi-gloss. <laughs> it looks like we know no, that's already been taken care of. Uh, it looks like we have a bit of a semi-gloss on a flat. And um, whatever. Yeah. It's, let's not. So that, that's how it goes. I didn't finish the entire article was my point. But I do believe that there is something to that because so many people are into podcasts now, which is great, thank God, because, you know, it's all I have. It's all I have left. It's all the world will let me have. And I don't even know how much longer they're going to let me have it. But at this point, I still got it. And, um, you know, they're not, they're not coming for me yet. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I just want to let everyone know when behind the scenes, Chris won't let me look him in the eye. No, I you tell him all the time. Determine don't if you you're dare. Gonna don't keep you consuming dare. This look me in the eye, and uh, that's the way I am. Uh, real prick to, to to be to be around at all times. So uh, uh, now, I the other reason why I think that podcasts are, are kind of taking over late night is because I think people are more into. It's just my opinion. Long form interviews mm-hmm. it, it is more interesting like i'm a guy who listens i every now and again i listen to that rob Lowe. i like rob Lowe's literally on uh, uh his podcast and he does some long form interviews with some people that i mean some of them are interested some of them i'm not and uh it is more fun to hear them kind of doing a long form interview than someone doing a seven minute mm-hmm. you know thing where they're pr- plugging yeah. their new movie yeah and you know, how many more times can we see Jennifer Aniston on, you know, on any of these talk shows doing mm-hmm. her seven minutes to plug some shit movie? You know what I mean? It's, that's, they became, I don't know, it's not something we want anymore. I, I used to, I'm actually speaking of that, there is currently on CNN, there was a new documentary on CNN. I think it's four parts, 
five parts, whatever it is that they're currently in the third part runs on Sunday nights. It's it's called late night. It's all about late night comedy and how it began and where it's at and where it's going and blah blah blah. You know, starts all the way from Sid Caesar and uh, and on and on and on through Letterman and Leno and Chelsea lately, where we are uh, a, a, a mentioned a lot in it. Thank you very much. I was part of the late night world for many years. Different. We were an alternative to your to many of your late night things. You guys back then, you had your your Lenos, your your Lettermans. Uh, and here was Chelsea Lately, 11 o'clock, a little bit different, a woman hosting, a round table of comedians. Nobody else was doing that. So fuck you fuckers, okay? We did it first. I don't know. Nobody really did it since, but whatever. Maybe it's time for that. Maybe it's time to bring that back. David Spade tried with lights out, but then the pandemic came and the lights were literally turned out on it. So there you go. Anyway. But he's no Aquafina, I think no, is what Comedy Central Aquafina is a Mets fan, Alex. We've decided <laughs> we're not going to shit on her anymore. Oh, sorry, I That's forgot. Because I found out she was a Mets fan who has the Mets tattoo on her inner wrist that I may be getting. I will never get it. No, I'll fuck you. You know what? I will get it. I'll pay for people, it. Because people told me not to get it. Now I just might get it. Um. Anyway. You want to go after this? No, I don't. I, I really don't think I'll ever be in like a tattoo parlor. Is this called tattoo parlors? I feel like shop. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. tattoo shop. Yeah. Parlor yeah. sounds Hollywood. It shop does, is yeah. where the working man gets his tattoos. Well, anyway, so who knows? But let's let's lay off Aquafina. Okay. She's I'm a sorry. wonderful person. <laughs> uh, so so that's. I do believe that that podcast, in a way, have kind of killed late night television and a little bit of Ellen too. Also, I think that people's hate of of Hollywood, and and for in many cases, it it, it is deserved. Mm-hmm. I say this all the time. You know, I understand the people hating us. I say us like I'm a part of the world. I'm really not, but you know what I mean. I mean, you're one of the innovators of late night. That's so what it's... I try to tell people. I mean, obviously nobody's <laughs> listening. I mean, how come CNN didn't call me to be on this show? They're talking to everybody else, every mm-hmm. other fucking writer on every fucking late I mean, night show. They got show. Fortune. They got Josh Wolf. They no, got they, Sarah Colonna. They, they got didn't Heather get any McDonald's. of us. They didn't get any of us, those sons of bitches. Did they Chelsea, did get Chelsea? Do it? Yeah, she yeah. did it. Uh, but the, and they tried, maybe they tried Chewy, but he's gone. Uh, and they didn't come to me and, but they were talking every writer for, and the funny thing is like, everybody's always like, we need more women in late night where the, Chelsea Handler was there for 10 years. Where were all you then screaming? You tell her, I hate you people. You're all off. Maybe that's Ellen's next move. She just starts a round table show and just nobody, blows it up. Nobody will, yeah. Well, <laughs> and then you can't, you'd have to look her in the eyes. Yeah. Just, the table's so small. Mm-hmm. You'd have to just, you know, look right in her eyes. And that's apparently not allowed. Anyway, there you go. Speaking of canceling and, uh, you know, people, here's a here's the latest one. Now, I'm going to, um, I'm going to tiptoe sheepishly into this next topic for many reasons because alex khan is red hot on this one he is red hot if you heard the things he was saying before we went to air oh you would have every they'd be picketing outside this house right now Mm -hmm. for the things he was saying i'm not gonna i'm not gonna out him i'm not gonna but i'm just saying alex had some strong opinions on this one that we're about about to play I'm also going to say 
that it's an it, it is a very inside comedy thing. But I think it's interesting. If we're gonna do topics of the day that are interesting, mm-hmm. this is definitely one of them. Um now he this is a comedian. His name is Tony Hinchcliffe. Many of you probably have no idea who he is, nor do you care. But just humor us for a little while as we go. By the way, I want to say that I think I've gone how, however long we're into this podcast. Mm-hmm. 13 minutes. Without uh, any, not one F-bomb. I think I've done two. Ooh, did I someone I call did. you out? Is that what you're Yes, some okay. people have said that I say it way too much. And, I, and I've, now I'm trying to be a little bit conscious of it. And I think I said, fuck, it, fuck you, fucks. And that, so there's three more. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're up to like five, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Anyway. Back to Tony Hinchcliffe. Tony Hinchcliffe. Okay, here's, I'll give you a little backstory on this guy. I don't even know him. I've never met him. I don't know anything about him. You know, this is going to get into the area that I always talk about, which is this wasn't me. This Now, let me just tell you something about Tony Hinchcliffe before we get to the clip that he is in trouble for. Maybe you guys have heard about it. Maybe you haven't. It seemed to have been getting a little traction. It'll on, be on WAPO before you know it. Well, it was yeah. on It was on uh, TMZ this morning, okay. last night. It was all over. I'd, I'd see it got a million views or whatever on mm-hmm. Twitter. It was a Twitter thing. So perhaps some of you guys are up on this. I don't know. Anyway, the guy's name is Tony Hinchcliffe. He's a comedian. Is he? Who knows? Some people say he is. Now listen here. Comedy's hard. Comedy's hard. It takes a little while. Not everybody's great at it. Even the people who get to a certain level of success are not necessarily great at it. And it's also a thing that, you know, it's not for everybody. Some people like this type of comedy. Some people like that type of comedy. It's very subjective. So You know, so it's hard to say who's funny and who's not. That being said, Tony Hinchcliffe had a Netflix special. It was not couple, funny. <laughs> no, I'll say it. Okay, no, you can. A couple of years ago, not only do you can you say it, Alex, but apparently the people like it was taken off Netflix yeah. because for like unfine for being too unfun or something. I don't know. That's but it was what I also back when they had like seven comedy specials, right? You know, he got one. Who knows why? Uh, many people um, uh, credit him with with pretty much starting Joe Rogan in the podcast world. Actually, you heard Joe Rogan talk about it one time. No, Brian Redman. But that's the two his of them, the, yeah, the okay. two of them, Redman and and t- Tony Hinchcliffe, had like kind of talked him in okay. to being uh, on, in the podcast world. Okay, that, that's what I saw. I heard Rogan saying okay. at one time that whatever, however it happened, who it. knows? Tony was a part of it as well. So they have that going for him as well. He does now, have a pretty massive podcast. I mean, the, oh, he does. He, he has a, called, a this, he's got a podcast called Kill Tony that he tapes live at the comedy store. Blah 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 blah. Now, let me just say this: the guy is also very successful podcast, very successful touring comedian, sells out. I was at the comedy store one time, not it's a couple of years ago, whatever, you know. And I forget what I was going up for. They, you know, they'd thrown me a crumb because I'm not. I'm you were no, doing roast battle. I, I'm, I, I was. Believe. I was doing roast battle. You're hosting. Exactly. I was hosting. I was a judging roast battle. Now, listen. I'm no Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm not. I'm never going to be that good. I'm never going to be that type of comedy. <laughs> I, I mean, one day I, I, I've strived to be, but some people are just it's better than me. So. I, I'm not allowed up at places like the Comedy Store and the Improv and places like that because I'm just, I'm awful. I'm awful at it, and I, I would make your, your establishment look bad. But Tony Hinchcliffe, look, God God love him. Let, him. let him go up. So well, I happened yeah. to, they did throw me a crumb one time at the Comedy Store and let me be a part of the the, the, you know, the legend of the Comedy Store, and which was sweet of them. And and I <laughs> and I see this, I see this hundred and, it's got to be a $110,000 Corvette, brand new Corvette, come pulling into the parking lot of the comedy store. With I'm not yellow kidding. stripes. Yellow, With yellow stripes. stripes. Yeah. Now, I'm not kidding. 
the, the fucking, it, it parted like Moses was parting the Red Sea. People parted as this Corvette drove in. People, people were just parting, like mm-hmm. we got to get out of the way. Yeah, and he and this Corvette, come, this Corvette pulls into like a monogram spot. You know, it's got it's got the name on the thing on the wall. Yeah, this spot reserved for Mister Hinchcliffe. Yeah, Tony Parker. <sighs> Here comes this hundred twenty thousand dollar Corvette. Someone turned pulls on a fog machine. It was weird. A door opens. I'm like, who's getting out of this? Is this going to be Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future coming out like in tonight from 1955? He's coming back. Like this is the, yeah. the pomp and circumstance it's that surrounded. Here comes this kid, who is I don't know five foot three at best, <laughs> 112 pounds. He's I don't, and I'm not. No, that might be an overstatement. Mm-hmm. It's a tiny man. And the world is just, they're, they're like, oh, he's here. He's here. Now, once again, this is very, all this is very deserving because this guy, if you watch his material, you'll be like, of course he's being held to these, the, the accolades and the standards that this guy's being held to. Is, of course this is how it's happening. Now, having said all that, here's a clip of Tony Hinchcliffe bringing up a comedian uh, no, being brought up by a comedian. Yes, that's right. He was being brought in. I don't even Is know that if that's a word. a word. Probably not. Yeah, but you get the idea. Brought He's up. been brought up um, by... Okay, by, Oregano. Don't or- call me No, at. that's what they, That's <laughs> London and Australia say Oregano. I'm very international. You, you asshole. Don't you? Um, uh, so you anyway, ready for it? Uh, yes, yes. Let's, yes, we'll, and we'll discuss it after you hear it. Now, no, just... Just up, give a little little um, disclaimer. It's a thirty second clip. By it's the a way. thirty yeah. second clip. It's quick, but it's it's a little. It's not us. It's here goes. Just we're playing the news. Give it up for the one and only Tony Hinchcliffe. <laughs> They're fast forwarding as he yeah. walks around. Okay. That, That's the th- clip. This is the clip. Now, this is the clip that was released yesterday, the day before, by that comedian who he brought who brought Tony up. What is his name? Alex? Pang Dang. Pang Dang. Uh, that's his name. That is not Alex being racist. Pang Dang. <laughs> okay, so Pang Dang's a comedian in, in uh, Austin, Texas. Now, a lot of people have moved to da- Austin, Texas. I think he Texas. lives in Dallas. Okay, whatever. But okay, there's yeah. the, where I will be, by the way, this weekend. Hyenas. Maybe Pang Dang will be there Pang with me. Pang Dang's opening. I will be at Hyenas in Dallas this weekend. As you listen to me on Thursday, I'm, I get there Thursday night. I'm there. By the way, I just want to say quickly that somebody on Instagram, I hope you're listening, you sent me some great Dallas things to do, especially around the area that I'm going to be in, the Mockingbird some shit area that I'm going to be in. You sent me great ideas, and I can't find them. Please send them again if you're listening. Send me those those places to go. They were great, and it's like afternoon shit. Mm-hmm. And I and please, if you if you get this message, send them to me again via Instagram. Thank you very much. Um, okay, that's the clip. Mm-hmm. That's the clip. And this guy, 
released it, and it went all over. Wildfire. Wildfire all over Twitter. In the comedy world, every comedian's commenting. Mm -hmm. Now, let me say this. Not a lot of comedians are, are on the side of Tony Hinchcliffe. I, and that's always interesting to me when, you know, it, it kind of tells you where you're at in life when, you know, you don't have many people going, but it's Tony, we love him, you know. Mm -hmm. Honestly, yeah, it's not like Brody Stevens where like the guy was, you know, he was loved by everyone. Mm -hmm. This guy just doesn't seem, I don't know, everyone well, seems to think he's kind of a prick. Even people like Brian Holtzman, who no one's heard of, he's like filthy and goes way too far across the line. Right. But everyone, if you come after him, everyone will speak right. out for him. Sure, you know, there sure. are plenty of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Joey Diaz, a couple of other ones that everyone kind of loves and people have gone after him. But this, it doesn't seem like, I don't, once again, I don't yeah. know this guy. I've never met this guy. I don't know. I don't know Tony Hinchcliffe. It's not a world I live in. Um. So anyway, but people... Everyone seems to be saying, mm -hmm. fuck this guy, fuck him. And who knows what becomes of... Now, you heard it. It's racist. It's whatever it is. Now, this is going to be maybe an unpopular opinion. But we're getting into a weird area here. And I think we talked about it before. I believe it was Daniel Tosh, if I'm not mistaken, that had a similar issue. And I'm not talking about the Michael Richards one from, from a long time ago. Because that was an, also an issue. Yes. But I believe... And this is in no way a defense of Tony Hinchcliffe. I don't give a fuck about Tony Hinchcliffe and what becomes of him, if anything. I mean, I think, you know, eventually the cream rises to the top in comedy. You know, there's there's really good people you should be go see. Mm -hmm. This is, you heard, you saw the crowd. The fucking place is packed. People are fucking, like Tony Hinchcliffe says, people are hooting and hollering at him. Like, they're a bit like who the you guys did this. You created this fucking guy. You sold out his shows. You're jumping up and down at every dumb fucking thing he's saying. Now, now that bit and whatever, I, I, you got to take it. It's a little taken out of context. Who knows what the guy said beforehand? It seems like Tony is remarking on something he said beforehand. So may not that anything he said is right or wrong, wrong, whatever. But there is something to that. Like there might have been more to it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, saying it's right. And you might've cut it off before he All that. went into positive stuff. No, there's more. Somebody, oh, somebody yeah. released more yesterday yeah. and it's more like you guys started the coronavirus and all that, which, you know, we've made, everyone's made these jokes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there you go. But the people going crazy, jumping up and down, trust me, if you go see better comedians, it's it's just gonna be a more fun night for you. This what he that the thing like soy sauce in an Asian voice. Ah, you know, really. I mean, it's bad. And I'm not saying. Listen, I don't. I'm not. I'm going to say, and this is going to be an unpopular Gun. opinion, perhaps. It there is fun to be had with race. It. I think it's a weird thing to to just give a, a, a flat blank, there can be no racist material mm -hmm. at all, ever again, never, blah, blah, blah. That's just a weird thing to do because there can be fun had with race and and I'm talking all races. You know, you, you're you different in this way then we're different in that way and you're different in this way. That is, a, it's been an oft-used premise in comedy and, it, and it's still a rich premise to use in comedy. Now, there's going to be assholes who fucking do things like this mm -hmm. and dirty chink and whatever. That's not, but there are now just painting it all with the same brush saying never again. Can we ever touch upon the differences in any race is just a little fucking weird. And it doesn't, 
that it just doesn't make any sense. Because mm. let's face it, we've all laughed at different things racially, and I know times are a little bit different now, but we have. It's just it just makes for it's a good fodder for comedy. I'll also say this, and once again, I'm not I'm not saying fuck Tony Hinchcliffe. Fuck, I, I don't like this prick because he was driving a fucking Corvette and had a parking space. Fuck him. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think you're getting into a weird area when you start taping people inside the comedy club and then releasing it to the public because it just seems weird to... Sometimes in a comedy club, now, you say things that aren't necessarily meant for the outside world. And this guy, he didn't say this, and I, I feel like I have to say this a fucking thousand times because uh, how dare you? Here comes the one star reviews. Mm. You know, he said that the, he I'm is not, endorsing Asian hatred. Right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying what he said was right, but you're getting into a weird area when you're releasing. This was his crowd that had come to see him behind closed doors in an, you know, that in something that should be amongst the 300 or whatever amount of people were there that day, that night. Mm -hmm. That's, that's it. That's what comedy clubs are supposed to be. In my, in my opinion, comedy clubs were started because of, you know, there was back in the days when comedy was like downtown New York and it was, it was Joan Rivers in the fucking basement with Barry Manilow playing piano. And this is for real. I'm not talking shit. And, and Carlin was there. Like, they had to go there mm -hmm. because they weren't allowed to be at the Copacabana. Yes. Because they, they were saying shit that wasn't... Lenny Bruce was getting arrested. Now, yeah. I'm not comparing in any way Tony Hinchcliffe to these people. But you get what... It was, well, he's we, a modern-day Lenny Bruce. <laughs> right. We, 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 comedy <laughs> was, was, was subjected to the dark basements of new york city and, and beyond because it wasn't supposed to be heard mm -hmm. by everybody yes this is a long way for me to go to fucking try and say i'm just saying i think we might be getting into a weird area when this you you, you tape them with your phone and then go this is what they said inside okay true but it was inside a comedy club with the doors closed it he didn't put it on nbc for your children to see, mm -hmm. you know, children weren't even allowed in the bar. Right. So, so that is, I don't know. How do you feel about, do you feel like it's, it gets into a weird area when you start, that's like going into somebody's house. Mm -hmm. This is, I know it's, it's a bit of a stretch, but hear me out. It's like going into somebody's house with a camera and they got a weird fucking, you know, I don't know, yeah. some sort of weird fetish and they're in their bedroom, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know, stepping on bugs with their feet. And the reason I bring that up is because I know a girl, there's no fucking around when I was waiting tables and bartending at Mirabelle restaurant and it mm -hmm. wasn't Meghan Markle. I God, I wish it was, but it was not. I knew a girl who made money stepping on bugs with her feet. And this is before. On the internet? Yes. Nice. This is before OnlyFans. This was some dark. This you was know, early. Web shit. Yeah. Somebody would pay this girl money to step on bugs. Bugs. I know. The guy would send her bugs. She would pour them he out on the send floor. The I don't fucking know. Man. However she got the bugs, I don't know. And then she would step on the bugs at barefoot, and this guy would pay for it. So let's say there are people who have these quirks. Mm -hmm. So somebody goes into this fucking guy's house with a phone and says, look at this guy stepping on bugs with his with bare feet. And... 
and then they go release it and go this weird guys but that like that was for, it wasn't in his intended. own home yes. it wasn't intended for you to see mm -hmm. this guy loves stepping on bugs a professional comedian reads the room and there's a very good chance he was off to the side getting a feel for the crowd and he knew what you know what i mean like right. he didn't go out there he it's not like he's doing that opener at a corporate event you know right. what i mean like he's right. not even accepting corporate so this, there's a whole other world out there this guy's a roast comic that's his that's, thing yes, he's that's a, a good point. he's a wrote he writes on the the comedy central roast i'm not a fan of the roast the roast culture i believe and i like jeff ross jeff's a friend of mine and a lot of the roast guys are friends of mine but that culture that roasty culture that the, that the comedy store has 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 uh has fed and 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 nourished for the last couple of years has in my opinion has created that guy tony hinchcliffe has created a lot of shitty fucking comedians who only have a roast muscle which in my opinion is one of the easiest muscles in the world mm -hmm. to fucking do we can all especially when you got a like, let me see you do it when the guy's not Chinese or fat or trans or whatever. Like, do like do do it when it's uh, you know somebody. Like there are guys who are great at it, mm -hmm. uh, there, I, and I like Mike Lawrence and Sarah Tiana and some of the people who are great at it. Uh, but it's it's just a fucking like this guy getting up there. This is the first three minutes of the show. Chink, fuck you, puking in a bucket, you fucks. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I no, so I tell Alex too, because Alex goes. He's a little bit different than me. He, he Alex likes to go up on stage and just completely alienate the audience. Like a lot of times, you what you like to do in comedy is you like to have. Listen, you could have edgy material, but you have to you tr you try to have some sort of likability on stage. You go uh, and I'm he, crushing. I'm going it, to okay? be I'm going to be likable and edgy. Alex says I don't even want to be likable. I want you fucks to hate. And that's what this guy does. I guess Tony's the same way. Not that I'm only kidding. Alex, not really like that. But you, this guy, Tony Hinchcliffe, I guess the thing is to just piss everybody off. I don't get that angle. Well, it's, it's a comment. Like, it's a, a lot of comics. They'll dig themselves a hole and get out of it. It's a, it's a comment. That, you know what I mean? I'm it is? Who? I mean, like I don't, I don't understand. Is that so? You like go a lot up, of like a lot of comedy store comics are. But that you dig way. yourself the hole on purpose. Well, you go up and you start with something divisive, and you start by yeah. I mean, there are a lot of comics that do this. Uh, successful ones. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the comedy store culture is that. It's, yeah, right. It's okay, bad boys of comedy kind of stuff. It's not right, correct. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I could. The funny thing is, I name a bunch of comics that are household names to comedy right, fans, right, right. but our fans have never heard of them, so it doesn't support my point. But sure. Sure. It's a common, tr you know. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, there you go. I, I feel like we've already given it too much time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. But it's fodder for the internet. It's fodder for the internet. It'll be interesting. It'll see, it, nothing's going to happen to this guy because he's got it. He's got the good thing about all of this is what this guy's created is a following. Mm -hmm. His following. Listen, I have my following. It's not as big as his, you fucking assholes, but it's big enough. It's nice enough that I could, you know, have a nice little world for myself with you guys. But, uh, this guy has created th this world who they, they, they're loving this shit. They're, they're not going to say, I'm not going to go see mm -hmm. Tony Hinton. They're going to double down. They're going to they're gonna go see him 
you know, in droves now. Yeah. Because it's like he's doing what we want him to do. Mm-hmm. And his show is literally, he brings young comics on, they do a minute of material, and then he and a celebrity yeah, guest berate Kill these Tony, people. Right. Yeah, yeah. They berate these people. Which is, that's a good idea. So and I don't, you his know. entire fan base is used to him berating right. young comics. Okay, well, there you go. I We thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. There you have it. It's not how we do comedy, but it's a way. It's not my thing. Although, yeah. I'll say this. It's not I even mean, my thing. Yeah, I mean, I have, you know, I try to be, but then again, I'm a fucking pussy, you know? I don't want to sit up there and go chinky chink and this stuff. Like, that's, it doesn't serve me well to do with these things, but, you know, that's why maybe I'm driving a b- b- brand new GMC fucking, uh, what Arcadia. is it? Arcadia. Arcadia Denali. I think. I don't know. That's what they told me. That's the nice one. That's the top of the line. Got all the fucking tricks. Mm-hmm. Black rims. Two sunroof. Also do you like, has yellow stripes. Do you, no. <laughs> and, and a parking. Do you like a sunroof? Oh, speaking of that. Speaking of sp- parking spaces. The other night I'm doing a show here in Hollywood and, and a veteran comedian is sitting with me at the bar before we go on. Having about way too many drinks, by the way. He was, not me. He was having way too many drinks. But then again, I think it's you know I think it's the end of the road for this guy, and he was anyway. I don't want to talk about that. Twenty twenty's been long, or twenty twenty was long for everybody. Yeah, so he's having a he's happy to be out. Yeah, and he's having and he's letting it be known by the amount of drinks he's having. And <laughs> I mean, we've known each other for a long time. We don't know each other, know each other, but we know each other. Blah blah blah. He's always had an issue with I don't know the fact that I'm handsome. I listen, and I am as far in comedy circles. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Am I am I gonna be on the cover of uh of GQ anytime soon? No, because you're I'm no, not. You're no John Panette either. <laughs> no, exactly <laughs> right, right, right. So anyway, this guy's got beef with that. He and I'm not just saying this because he wrote me the next day on Facebook. He said, "I think I was mean to you last night." And because uh, you're a hottie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <For life>. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what. No. He said, he said I was doing, this guy, he's a fucking head case. Anyway, my point is this. He goes, I said, I was talking to the guy who was bringing me up, someone mm-hmm. else. And I said, the last name is Frangiola. And he goes, I know who you are. Because every time I had to go to any anything on the Universal lot, which is Universal right over here, it's mm-hmm. a lot where they shoot everything. He said, I had to walk past your parking space that said, Chris Frangiola parking, this is, spot reserved for Chris Mitchell, which was right in front. It was like parking space number one. I'm not fucking around. Four spaces down. This spot is for Steven Spielberg. His Amblin Entertainment was in there. Whatever. I'm just saying. Mine was next to his. Cadillac. Once again, when times were good. Cadillac in Frangiola. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I used to have to see that Frangiola sign every time I walked into any audition. I'd have to see Chris Frangiola's fucking prime parking spot on Universal. That's a good Well, I'm glad you recognize well, that. And yeah. I also want to say, you, you, better have no, you have no idea how quickly that sign came down yeah. when they canceled Chelsea lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just, we quit. We didn't get canceled. We quit. But it was, I'm not fucking around. It was, Chelsea's like, we're done. Okay. I walk to my car. It was already unscrewed <laughs> and off the wall. I was like, oh, I'm, I thought I might keep that and put it in my garage. I'm like, no, it's in the garbage. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's how quickly it was replaced by mm. Tony Hinchcliffe and fucking whatever. I don't know. But anyway, it's it, it, this business ebbs and flows. Yep. It's a crazy world we're living in. There you go. I don't know. This is interesting. 
in, in a world where 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 J Lo and Ben Affleck are together again, everything what's up was is down. Nobody can stop fucking each other. I I don't understand how this J Lo just can't take a couple of weeks off from just an, another mm-hmm. jump right back in. Yep. We they they were in Montana. Montana for the everyone loves this fucking Montana. You don't like yeah. Montana? I I don't even know. My, it looks nice. You gotta it, go. That's what know. everyone loves it. I, but it's they a good spot. J Lo and Ben Affleck were spent the week in Montana, so I've heard. And A Rod is furious over it. Oh, this A Rod man. Then and then this morning I read Washington Post, a legitimate news source. Some would say. Some would say it's a you know a failing publication, depending upon what side of the fence you're on. But I happen to follow it on Instagram, so I see an article pop up in the Washington Post about there is a full war going on now. I'm not talking about the real war. There are real wars going on yeah. in this country, in this world right now. I'm talking there is a war right now, and this is a Washington Post article, a jeans war, Alex. And we have been on the front lines of this jeans war for quite some mm-hmm. time on this podcast. Jeans a, denim or jeans the, bio? Jeans, in your body. denim. Oh. Fuck that bio in your body jean shit. Who needs it? We got, another, we got yes, a more important we got, war. We got, a, we got a war that needs to be fought mm-hmm. and won. Now, here's what it is. And we talked about this many times. This is it. Maybe you can look it up, Alex. Okay. Washington Post, gene war. You're not going to yell up. at me for looking it up. No, right? I will okay. not because I just told you to. Okay. And I, know, and I can tell you're not texting war. your friends. <laughs> um, so so here, here, uh, here it is. It's... Now, Generation Z, Gen Z. It literally says the gene war. It does. Yeah. I told you. I read it's the article. Right. The gene war. Yeah. Now, Gen Z said skinny jeans are out. We, and, they, and, yeah. they, and they are going on with something that I've just, baggy we've, and all, ugly. we've all talked about. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just baggy. Because you remember a couple, of, we all did the boyfriend gene. It was a cute, every girl a cute. Roll it up a little bit at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit baggy. Relax legs skinny, a little tighter in legs, the mid. Some holes yeah. in it. Yep. Some some well, well, uh, you know. Uh, well placed. Well placed holes. Yes. Cute as shit. Mm-hmm. And it, and everywhere, whatever. I mean, it was no skinny. Put gene, on an aspirin nice. drill and fucking have a good day. <laughs> I love it. That was a good one, boyfriend. Gap was everybody had him. Mm-hmm. But this is something different. What they're going with now is something different. It almost looks like Cracker Jack. You know that that guy, Cracker Jack, the actual spokesperson for Cracker Jack. Yeah, the weird candy that the only reason it's still around is because it's in the lyrics of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." I think otherwise, Cracker Jacks would be done. Like many of your candies that are that have uh-huh. since gone on to the candy graveyard, try finding a Zagnut. Thinking if you could find a Zagnut outside of some candy museum, you're not gonna find a Zagnut because eventually you gotta bow out. And the only reason Cracker Jack is still around is because of it's in Take Me Out to the Ball Game, and you can get them at Dodger Stadium for fifteen dollars. Used to be a prize inside. I don't even think that's allowed anymore. You mm. can't have a fucking some choke hazard, choking hazard they used for to the be children just, of today. Just in a box. They weren't even, I'm sure they're like sealed extra yeah. now. And, no, exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Try finding a good and plenty. Worst candy ever. <laughs> good and plenty. It was, everyone hates black licorice. Mm-hmm. So what did good and plenty do? Like, Here's black licorice and we're going to coat it with a, with a, with a even worse tasting coating than the black licorice on the inside. What colors are going to be? Pink and white. And it's going to be Choo Choo Charlie is going to be the spokesperson. He's a train conductor. What does that have to do with good and plenty? Nothing. Just he's train conductor. Mm-hmm. And this is to show you when I grew up, there was no fun. 
in the world? You were eating black licorice candy, and then you'd get to blow into the box, and it was like a train whistle, at least in my house. They were like, if you blow the box, it's a train whistle. Ooh, ooh. And you had a good time. We didn't have YouTube and, and, uh, and, and Coco Melon or whatever the fuck you kids are watching. Anyway, here's the genes. Now, Gen, Gen Z saying they're out. Mm-hmm. Gen Generation who? Who's the other generation? Probably millennials. Yeah, millennials are saying, or my people. Yeah, millennials even and my Gen people Z, even your people. Are saying you people. absolutely not. We are going to fight this. We're going to fight this hard. And this and herein has become the gene war. Mm-hmm. The other generation is saying they are not out, and I am not putting on your crackerjack pants. Mm-hmm. I am gonna, I am gonna put on my skinny jeans that I spent seventy five fucking dollars on at Aeropostal. Is that how you pronounce it? Aeropostal. Oh, yeah, yeah. excuse me, Aeropostal. Yeah. And I am not going to, 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 to throw them away just yet. I'm not putting. I'm no. Absolutely. I'm putting my foot down. Okay, so. You want me to read some of this? Actually, I would love you to read some of it. Let me hear So it. the first thing says, uh, the first thing that caught my eye was um, they said, uh, well, first it says that the the Gen Zers, they like their jeans with wider legs and tapered ankles. Wider, yeah. Lighter wash, high waist. Mom jeans. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, tape, a, it's a, yeah, lighter wash high waist. tapered ankle but sounds let like Let me a, just say this. The high waist has been around for a while. Mm-hmm. It, the, the high waist is- It can be high and tight. Yeah, we're looking two, three years now that this high waist has been has been knocking around. I don't like it. I told you I have always been a fan of the, when even a couple of years ago, I don't know, when 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 it was, it was way low. Mm-hmm. Brazilian cut whale tail was popping out. Remember yeah. that one? J Lo was sporting it back in mm-hmm. the old J Lo. She's doing days. that in Montana right Second now. Haley Bar- Halle Barry was running around in, in swordfish wearing little short things. Hugh Jackman was there. Who yeah. else? Somebody who else was in swordfish? <laughs> Hugh Jackman and somebody oh, else. Oh, um, what's his name? There's uh, another guy in it. There was, there was two guys and, and Halle Barry. It was Kurt recall. Russell. Kurt, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Somebody um, like that. So, uh, Amy Batra, a college senior. Spoke. Oh, let's hear this. She says uh, she's a Gen Zer. She's on the side of the baggy jeans. She okay. says they're really comfortable. They actually cover your stomach area, which makes it more appropriate mm-hmm. and allows you to wear crop tops. Isn't it funny that the college students are like, now those old jeans, they're kind of inappropriate. Yeah, I'd like to see this woman. I'd like to see her mm. because, you know, I I'll don't know. I'll look her up. I don't know. Stalk her. Anyway, Swordfish was John Travolta. Yeah, <laughs> I, Travolta. honestly, I, I was, was trying. Travolta, I Hugh knew Jackman, that. and uh, said it. And, uh, mm. Anyway, so there you go, everybody. There's a gene war going on. Oh, Be careful and, out there. And the other, don't get killed in the gene war. The other plus is you don't have to struggle to put them on. I mean, these kids are just getting frumpy and lazy, and they're trying to say that, we're yeah. wrong. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Anyway, don't. Uh, I would like everyone to also, congratulations to one of our favorites here on the podcast. Congratulations to Miss Dylan Dreyer. Dylan Dreyer, the uh, most boring person ever put on television. I just, I don't know. I mean, we had to go another direction after Matt Lauer did. You know, Matt Lauer had to. You know, had to do what he had to do in hotel rooms at the Olympics in Russia, and he, uh, and and other places. He had mm-hmm. to tell girls, you know, mm, I like that shit. Whatever he said, yeah. 
in the hallways of NBC. Like, was he the one with the door locker? Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Now, I, I've since defended Matt Lauer because if you've got a horrible person, I'm the guy who's going to come to their defense. Um, but a lot of people have that that's door locker. That's how you know Tony Hedgecock is a great person. <clears throat> right, right, right. Because yeah. you just threw him mm-hmm. under the bus. Fuck him. <laughs> I threw him under his fucking Corvette asshole. Uh, I just, I'm just jealous. And how do I act out when, when, when I'm jealous? I don't. I don't. I show support for Matt Lauer. Yeah, I go the other direction. I get angry and I'm jealous of these people's careers. I'm jealous of people show up in droves to hyenas where I'm playing in Dallas. This guy was there two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Sold out every night. Me, fucking four nights. Maybe we're half sold. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, be 18 people there. But because I'm not great at it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm just not Tony Hinchcliffe. I I'm not puking in a bucket backstage, you dirty fucks. I mean, that's hilarious. And for that reason, you get a plaque at the comedy store. I don't have any of those plaques. I've only delivered late night comedy for 10 years on a on a successful show that is now being lauded over by CNN. Failing News Network. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there you go, everybody. That's so... Uh, Dylan Dreyer is pregnant. Dylan Dreyer's oh. uh, pregnant. She announced another a, fun journey fun, we get to go on this with her. Now here's because what was happening is she was doing a fun cooking show with the yeah. one kid. She had to got to drag the kids out. We can't. Mm-hmm. We couldn't possibly watch a news anchor without watching their fun family time. Nobody cares about this. We want see deals and 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 meals meals and deals whatever they do on today's show want that one gal to come out and tell you you want a a purse a shitty purse that's normally seven hundred dollars but today on deals and meals or whatever the fuck it's called we got it for three bucks yep three bucks if you call right Mm -hmm. now you like pens yes this pen is normally seven hundred dollars not on meals and deals it's a dollar come and get it but then, mm-hmm. oh, we also got to see, but what are your kids up to? Mm-hmm. So Dylan Dreyer is on Finger the f- painting, yeah, look the at fourth. this. She, I do. What did what did he cook last night? <laughs> what did he cook? And now this fucking Matt Lauer must be sitting in his house in the Hamptons that he has to, he had, him and his wife had to cut it in half. He mm-hmm. like, I, I had read that they live, they had such a sprawling property in the Hamptons that the they still live. Together. Like the wife lives <laughs> And one end, and he lives in the other. Uh, yeah, like that's how big it was. Like yeah. they, they don't eat, they they don't see each other because there's two other sides to the mm-hmm. house. So whatever. And he must be watching the shit. Go, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Every now and again, I like to touch a gal walking up and down the hallway. I'm sorry. At least but, I looked him in the eyes. Yeah, look what you got now. You list, you're watching a four year old make big ZD. Yeah, are you happy? <laughs> So this kid's getting a little long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. He's not cute anymore for, for to make baked mm-hmm. ziti or, or, or crescent, weird phase. crescent rolls or whatever she's doing. So they fucking have another one. Mm. And, and, in, and in a year and a half, this kid will be kneading dough on, uh, on, on the Today Show because Matt Lauer had to go away. And, and his, we no longer get to see him out on the plaza in his fedora with... Thank God for that, though. Yeah, Al Roker and everybody else. But whatever. I don't know. I don't really watch the Today Show like I used to. Used to fucking love it. But now things are different. You know, I got to read books mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the morning now. Now I sit and read books. And by the way, 
If any of you are thinking of a career change, I recommend getting into children's books. They make no fucking sense. You don't need to even need to know how to write. All of a sudden, there's no they don't follow any type of pattern. All of a sudden, and and the shark ate the 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 crab. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's how yeah. it ends. There was no yeah yeah just mm-hmm. ended. It's over. The kids just want the pictures. Anyway, so that's what I do now. What are you gonna do? Anyway, now quickly, just we want to do this because we don't we we are gonna shout out like you might I have said. To explain it. Yeah, we yeah. We're going to explain it a little. We're going to shout out some businesses of our listeners. Uh, we do a lot of uh, you know sh- uh, ads on this podcast that people that pay me millions of dollars to read about their you know uh, pills yeah. that make your dick hard or trim your dick they increase hair. your blood flow. But Everything around your dick. Yeah. Trim your dick hair or a cereal that you could stick your dick in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever. We got more coming. But I said, you know, let's also promote on weeks we don't have ads. Let's promote our people, our small businesses of people who listen to us. Why not keep it within our community? Mm-hmm. You think Tony Hinchcliffe is doing this? No. But, you, but you'll but you line up in droves to go see him because he's the greatest comedian ever. Uh, I, I'm going to, here goes, I'm going to shout out a couple of local businesses of my listeners they have small businesses, and I want to help them out. If I get them one more customer, you guys are the best. You, Anytime we need something, Alex needs to be bailed out of jail, you guys <laughs> come and you show up consistently over and over again. And I say, let's spread that love beyond just Alex. Anytime he needs you know, a new car, more room to sleep in, in his car, or, or a bailout. Didn't you just get a Denali? That's me, Alex. Okay. I'm the star of the fucking show. Oh, you're right, you're All right. right. I am, I'm the one carrying the weight here. You are, are uh, a sidekick at best. <laughs> and you're fucking making a fortune over here. You know what? I'm sticking yeah. you with Paul for now on. <laughs> Don't you dare. I'm calling Paul. Um, anyway, so... I wanted to shout out, I put it on the Facebook page. We have a Facebook page, as many of you know, for this podcast. And I asked you guys, I said, if you have a small business, let me know and we will do our best. So today we're going to shout out a few of them. Now, no jokes. I'm being serious about this. I am going to shout out these businesses in hopes that we get them some business. Why not? Now, here are two and I'll get to all of them. Many of you guys came in and eventually we'll get around to all of them. We want to help all of you out. Some of you have weird Etsy shit, you know, like I make jewelry. And then I look at it, I'm like, whoa, but, you know, whatever. And then some of you just sell, like, shit from, you know, your your, your closet. Like, I'm, I have a T-shirt business. It's just old T-shirts that my husband doesn't want anymore. And I'm going to get to those. I think that's good, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever keeps the wheels of commerce moving. So these are two I'm going to shout out. One of them is because it's an interesting, I think, and I, it's not an issue I have, but maybe some of you have it, some of you big larger breasted women some of you big titted gals Mm -hmm. maybe you have this issue and maybe this will help here it is it's a thing called cubes k-u-b-s it's got over the uh, u it's got that motley crew you Mm -hmm. know two dots whatever that is lowenbrow had it too oh yeah Uh, yeah yeah. and you know it's whatever so it's cubes i think it it it, it's instead of cubs Mm -hmm. k-u-b-s cubes it rhymes with boobs you get it yes cubes makes under boob sweat a thing of the past you might be wondering what are cubes i'm gonna uh rhymes with our christina's under boob sweat pads cubes are easy to apply disposable pad you adhere to the skin under your boobs to stop embarrassing sweat stains and discomfort caused by under boob sweat uh how do cubes work applying cubes takes less than 15 seconds and is just uh, four easy steps 
lift up your tit, put it underneath mm-hmm. your, 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 your boob, and then you stop the sweating. And you go on a date, you're out with a fellow, you're on, you and your husband, getting, you're finally getting going over to, uh, you know, Applebee's, mm-hmm. and uh, your tits are dry and dry. fun, and everyone's having, you're getting a bottomless salad, and you don't, reaching over the table to get another breadstick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes, oh my God, look at the sweaty tits on this one, getting it all over the breadsticks. You don't have to worry <laughs> about that anymore. Now with these, now with these cubes. Did you know over 80% of women experience boob sweat, Alex? Did you know that? I'm surprised it's only 80. Now, let where, this is not a scientific study. I think this is just a website of a, of a listener, <laughs> a, 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 obviously one who's got big sweaty tits. Mm-hmm. Um, cubes are here to help, okay? Here's what they do. Uh, no more skin irritation. No more boob sweat. No more funky odor. Oh, God, you're ruining fun for us. Um Anyway, it's cruelty-free, made from cotton, safe for sensitive skin, uh, and it's been seen. It's been seen on uh, girls are awesome, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Now it's on fucking cover to cover. How do you like that? Boom. Anyway, this is no joke. Why not give them a Why not give them a, a follow on Instagram? Their, their Instagram is choose uh, uh, boobs cubes choose cubes c h o o s e K-U-B-S, follow them there, um, and and uh, and everywhere else you could get uh, cubes. That's K-U-B-S, go to their website, it's choosecubes.com, C-H-O-O-S-E-K-U-B-S.com, and get them if you need them. I don't know what the price, I haven't seen it. Let me give you the price. Oh, 18 bucks. 18 bucks for a single box of cubes. You could be on a subscription plan if you're really sweating like crazy. Yeah. You got to get one a month. Or, you're always or, sweating. Or if you're going out a lot, you know, you're out, everybody, you, maybe you're on one of these Raya's or uh, one of these dating mm-hmm. sites and you're, you know, you're, find, you're constantly pulling your boobs out for people to take a look at. You're going to need the month. They have subscription plans. Oh, here's a, here's a subscription plan that gets you two different boxes a month. That's a lot of. Uh, That's a. Boob sweat. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So there's that. That's a fun one. I can't pretend to know the plight, so. Exactly, right? This is something we are, we're, we're flying blind here, Alex. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us have boob sweat, and uh, it's not something I, I, if some, if this girl makes <laughs> one like for. like some of you guys with dick pills, but <laughs> if we're this, Yeah, we have those two, but that's, uh, they pay us for that. This yeah. is free. I'm a mm-hmm. saint. Yes. I know you guys don't like to come to my live shows and support me in any way uh live because i'm I'm a horrible person but i'm giving out free ads to to my listeners Mm -hmm. because i want them to uh succeed as well why not keep this whole circle you going Mm -hmm. okay the next one i want to shout out is strictly um selfish it's a strictly selfish reason because many of you guys sent me like i said etsy shit boob sweat skincare line i teach children sex toys i teach children sex toys mm-hmm. i teach children how to put blocks together things like that and I, like i said we didn't get to all of them but then somebody sent me a gorgeous airbnb home in scottsdale arizona and they said hey chris would you like to stay at this airbnb mm-hmm. in scottsdale arizona sometime this is my business and not only that, I would like more people, cover to cover people, mm-hmm. to come and stay at this. Now, you guys probably won't get the deal I get on it because I'm famous, or at least mm-hmm. I was eight years ago. You heard the story about my parking space. Yep. Okay. Ask many 
uh, um, ask many uh, on the down slope of their careers, comedians who had to walk past my parking space eight years ago. Okay, that is why I get a better deal on the Scottsdale Airbnb than you guys do. The best way for me to explain this Airbnb would be to, uh, I don't, I don't really know. It's, it's called best location in Scottsdale. That's how you look it up. Uh, it is Doug and Kelly. Now I know Kelly. Kelly is, I've met Kelly in San Diego. Mm -hmm. She came to my shows. She's a sweet lady. Her and her husband run this thing. They are super hosts. They're experienced, highly rated hosts who are uh, committed to providing great stays for your guests. It's in a great location. Eight bedrooms, Alex. Eight, Eight fucking bedrooms. Ideal space for gatherings of large groups. Now, this is the way to do it. I mean, this place is bigger than Ellen's spot up it, in Montecito. Exactly. Yeah. You could live like Ellen for a little while. Yeah. It, it, and if you want, you can have almost, what does it say? You don't you even could, have to look. You could fit 18 people in this house. So you get everyone together, everybody pitches in a couple of bucks. Forget hotel rooms. This is the way to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you could do what you, you know, you don't have to worry about, oh, don't make any noise, you know, because the guy in room 104, mm. get this thing in Scottsdale. Make all the noise. There's fun things to do in Scottsdale. Spring training time's coming. You mm -hmm. need a house for everybody. You want to go see a golf tournament. Or what is that? The waste management. You want to play thing. golf. You oh, my God. play golf. Go. Everywhere. So this Doug and Kelly are the super host. It's called Best Location in Scottsdale. Look it up. Look at what they have to offer. A ton of fun stuff. They have game rooms. They have a great pool. Now, this is the shit I like. You just float around in the pool all day. I know it's hot, mm -hmm. 105 degrees. That's who cares? Float around in the pool all day. At night, it gets to a gorgeous 78 barbecue. You and your friends just so they gave it to me. Kelly and Doug gave it to me in August. I will be going in August. They gave it to me at a, at a, once again, I'm a saint. They said, we Chris, we want you to have it for free because you're such a decent person. I can't do that I said, that I can't do that. Uh, Kelly and Doug, I can't do that to you. I will pay something. We worked out a deal mm -hmm. and it's done. The deal is done. So I will be there August, like the end of August, 20 something mm -hmm. to 20 something. And it's going to be hot, whatever. I don't care. I'll don't be come there. at me. Alex Khan is coming for now, a I night. Uh, now it's going to, yes, I told Alex, <laughs> let's been be given careful. Restrictions. Yes. He's been given restrictions because we're going to have some people there who Alex, I don't want Alex screaming at them. You know, he gets a couple of beers and he starts screaming he about doesn't want me talking Epstein yeah, with yeah. the in-laws, <laughs> yeah, you know, vaccines and shit. <laughs> who else do we got coming? We got to Sarah Colon and John Ryan will be coming. We got some other people who I've thrown the invitation out to quite a few people who are waiting for responses to come in. My brother's coming. We got some people coming. We're very excited about it, so we wanted to shout them out as well. Find this place if you're looking for anything to do in Scottsdale, and you have a couple, you have enough friends. It's tough to find it, you know, eighteen friends. Mm -hmm. Do it with ten. Everybody gets a room to themselves, Boom. and have a. I mean, this is the way to do it. I did it a, a, a similar type of thing in Palm Springs a couple it's of months ago. The way ago. everyone's doing it nowadays. It's so great. Like it's cheaper than a hotel room mm -hmm. if everybody throws in a. You know. 500 bucks eat we got a week in scottsdale for 500 bucks you mm -hmm. can't beat it anyway check them out kelly and doug over at the best location in scottsdale uh heated pool spa whatever that's how you find it on uh, on uh, on you know airbnb boom love it fantastic that's it what else can we say other than you know we've had a good time on this one i feel like we've we've given you guys all we can give you 
what more do you need from me? I give and I give. I'm coming to Dallas. I'm in Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to be back out. I'll also say this. Now that when I'm finished with Dallas this weekend, I do Friday and Saturday in Dallas at a hyenas. Please come. I know many of you are, and I'm excited to see you all. Hang around. Just talk to me after the show. Meet me after in between shows. I will be going over if it's even still there. I know this place used to be connected to a uh, Twin Peaks. No, Ooh. what do they call it? Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. It's like a, it's like a it's Hooters. It's like a lodge themed Hooters. Yeah, it's like a Twin Hooters. Peaks. Yeah, Twin yeah. Peaks. Get it? Twin Peaks. Could like be a big boot. Yeah. Oh, I bet a lot of those Ooh. girls need to, need that uh, that yeah. thing with the under. They get sweaty right. there. They get sweaty. You're moving around a lot. They're near a heat trail. Yeah. So I think there's that. I think that place is like connected to mm-hmm. this this hyenas, mm-hmm. and I'll be I go in there mm-hmm. in between shows. You get come the blonde logger. Now yeah. come in and talk to me, but don't control your husbands. You can come up and say hi, but please don't have them screaming to me about vaccines and how they're going to put the trans gene in me and whatever else. Tony Hinchcliffe is amazing and you're wrong about him. He's a great comedian. I got it. Don't have the, your husband screaming at me, but I would love to see you. Please come up after the show. I'm very excited about it. Once this is over, once Dallas is over, I don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. I have nothing on the docket for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Things will come, but right now I'm out of business. I'm out of the business. I'm not. I'm not Tony Hinchcliffe. Sure. I mean, not, you got no dates. You're giving out free ad reads. I know. I'm, you don't even have a parking space. I don't have anything. I got nothing anymore. It's over. <laughs> it's over for me. I got a. I got a. You know. And 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 I see my other friends: Fortune mm-hmm. Feimster, Heather McDonald, is Chelsea Handler. Ah, uh, here's my tour. My tour sold out. Every show's mm-hmm. sold out. Just put it on. Just put it up for sale. Every show sold Three out. Three hours sold out the tour. Every, and I'm. More power to them. I love all those girls, and I'm happy for their success. But can I get a tiny bit? I'm not asking to be fucking fortune themes to selling out theaters in 15 minutes. I'm just asking to sell out one night at the club. Mm-hmm. Cleveland did it. You fucks in Cleveland. You showed up. Oh, I hit bonuses. Bonuses. Dallas, will they be there? They kept begging me. Oh, the city of Dallas, please come. Mm-hmm. please come please come here i am where are you i see people putting can't make it i have two tickets they put it on the facebook page that doesn't make me feel good <laughs> i can't two people i can't make it anybody want these tickets scalp it can't even give these fucking scalp things away it. they're saying you know? <laughs> that's basically what they're saying yeah. i can't even give these fucking things away. yeah like what came up in your life what oh my son's got a baseball game oh just what's he gonna do be in the major leagues no come to the show put your son at the home and lock the doors all right anyway that's it everybody do we have anything to go out on yeah, now i uh i do have a song this one is for tony hinchcliffe oh okay oh we'll go out on something for tony hinchcliffe, tony hinchcliffe. That, yeah. that story we told earlier yeah. okay you uh this will be fun what do we got what is it you ever heard of the vapors? Oh, oh, you son of a bitch, Alec. This is racist and not right. God, I love this song. Can this? <laughs> Let me hear it. Well, I'm this spreading is... Asian I love had this out album. here. Oh. As a matter of fact, I had a band at my wedding, and I'm. they had to learn this song for the wedding. They're like, mm. we'll play this. And they it fucking got the thing going. A band learned this for your yes. wedding? Yes. They're called Decades. I'll shout them out. Decades of Decadence. They are the greatest wedding band you'll ever have. Oh. I don't think you can play this song anymore. Can no. you play this song? Maybe not. Anyway, not cool, Alex. Not cool to play this for Tony Hinchcliffe and all the people. 
Thank you, everyone, for being Patreon members. You know, who, those of you who are Patreon members, we appreciate that. Support us in any way you can. It's fun to have your support, and we'll support you back. Support the, the, the businesses that we're shouting out. We'll continue to do it on, on days we have uh, no ads. It's fun. It's fun to, you know, we have some fun with it. We love doing the podcast, and we hope you guys enjoy it. We've given almost 200-something now, if you can include Patreons, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them are great. Some of them are not. Some of them are good. Some of them are not. Some of them are one-star worthy. And, and you people will tell me that as you give me a one-star review. Some of you give me five-star reviews, and I love that. And I'm not saying... You, I know many of you have given me one-star reviews, five-star reviews a lot. You're like, all right, I've done it 25 times. How many more times can I do it? Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it. It's always appreciated. Because as, as I've told you, I've got nothing else. I'm going to be at Twin Peaks in Dallas this week in between shows. Second show starts at 10.30. 10.30. I haven't been up at 10.30 in, my, in, in 10 years. That means it's ending at 10 after midnight. I know. That's, and that's Friday. 10.30 Friday. Ooh, what's Saturday? 9.30. Nice. Second show. Dallas, everybody. And if you have any ideas for me, things to do, send them to me. Thank I hear you. they have a nice aquarium. I know, not things like that. I like I things they could do in the, you know, I want to go to like a place where the hot people are hanging out in the daytime. They have something like that, like Maybe a bunch of people walking around a pool and uh, <laughs> and your big your big jeans. Mm-hmm. You doing that? Anybody doing that? Like so, some you, cities you're have You're looking that. for sweaty boots. Yeah, you have yeah. sweaty boots walking around them? a pool at, on a mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon. Something like that. Like that. I will. I'll be standing under the shade. You know, with a with a baseball hat on, because I don't want to be. I don't, I'm not gonna have my shirt off. I'm a fucking adult. But I, I encourage you, young people, to have get in there and have. A, I'll watch yeah. from the from from afar. I'd like something like that if they if Dallas has something like that. All right, everybody. Thank you again. Tell all your friends about this podcast, and let's uh, make me Tony Hinchcliffe. Let's make me rolling around in a hundred and ten thousand dollar Corvette. I want to. I want to fan the Asians. I love the Asian community. Mm-hmm. Love them. I've. 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 i Asian friends. Wait a minute. You know. Now I. I don't think I do. I did. I knew an Asian girl in high school, and it was Ellen. <laughs> really, not, not that Ellen. Not that Ellen. Ellen Dumlau. She. She played Annie. That's how. That's how progressive I am. We had an Asian Annie in the musical Annie, who's like the most iconic. Where did you find an Asian redhead? She wasn't redhead. We put a wig on oh, her. Okay. It was a different time. I was going to say. That's... We put a guy in blackface for one of our plays. Oh. I don't want to talk about Look it. Out. That was Those were different times, and I wasn't in charge. Love you. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.